Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Today is Wednesday, the 19th of June, 2019. And this is podcast number... 50! Which is amazing. It is. Wow. And under three years. Yeah, we've been kind (laughs) of up and down, but we've... um, we got them done. Life gets in the way occasionally. But uh, we were trying to do every, absolutely every two weeks. We did that for, what, about three weeks? Right. <laughs> we did that pretty good for maybe the first six months. Yeah, well, maybe the first three months. But uh, then I got the shop thing going, and then you, you got everything going. But we are glad to be here. And, we certainly are. And appreciate all our loyal followers. And people mention it to me quite often. I know. It's just fun. And and you know what? If nothing else, we have recorded history. Yes. And Little Meadows of Dan. That's right. So what's been going on in Little Meadows of Dan and your your neck of it? Oh, my goodness. Well, my rent went up for the first time (gasps) in 14 years. Wow. I know. And and bless his heart, he, he... just hated to tell me and I'm like it's been 14 years I think that's okay because the way taxes have gone up 20% for most people and he said his have gone up 40% over the last five years well bless his heart yes and it's got to be worthwhile to rent I mean you gotta make. You gotta be paying enough for it to be worthwhile for oh, him to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't mind a bit. Yeah. Well, I saw him today. We had a nice conversation oh, too. So. Well, I'm lucky. I mean, lucky. Most of the lawn, snow oh, clouds, yeah. uh, brings really? me fruits and vegetables. And he looks some... after you. Oh so. yes. They're good people. Those woods. Yes, they are. For sure. Yes. Yeah. So. But anyway, my neck of the woods. Yeah. That, uh, you're your little chunk of uh, paradise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all right. And let's see. I've been busy with the shop and dad and all the normal things. Well, your shop, it's so nice to be sitting here. I hope everybody who's listening will have a chance to come and visit Poppies. Poppies, yep. Well, I, I will welcome them for sure. Yes. And we just have a good time. Amy came and sat with us on, sat with me on Saturday, and we had a lovely visit, and she worked on her beautiful shawl that she's been working on. Oh, nice. And we'll have to get a picture of that. Absolutely. And I, I sat and spun, did some spinning a little while, and then uh, people kept coming in, which is a very good thing. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, I was busy Saturday with bushels and barrels. Oh, that's right. Uh It was our seventh annual festival. Yeah. Friday night, we had a farm-to-table dinner. It served 75 under the big tent. It was a nice meal, $35 a person. So, you know, it was pairings with three different kinds of a beer that matched, you know, the salad, the entree, and then the dessert, and had a, um, a band playing. It was a, just a, two people, a duo, uh, very nice, out of Winston-Salem. So that was a beautiful evening. Oh, yeah. And then Saturday, I had to be there early. We had the sustainability workshops. 
So we had uh, classes on um, plants, edible plants in Patrick County, healing plants. Uh, Lisa Martin did a workshop on vinegars, different kinds. There was a home brewing uh, demonstration and talk. But anyway, so that was during the day. And then the festival with three bands started at uh, four or five o'clock and went on to into the evening time. Yeah, yeah and we had about 400 people Lovely. on Saturday, which is a very manageable number sure. for the Reynolds Homestead and the Sure. The parking, the lawn, all that sort of thing. And yeah. a couple good food trucks. And yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad you had good weather. The week before, I was at Solitude. Oh. At um, a Crooked Road event. Rain, rain, rain. It poured. It absolutely poured. So we had to rearrange everything and move everything inside. Usually we have about 400 people, and I think about 60 came. Oh. But it was 60 very engaged people, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was really nice. And uh, I always enjoy solitude. It's a beautiful place. It's on the Virginia Tech campus. Right, yes, yeah. yes. In fact, I just spoke to the woman who directs it, our friend Anita Puckett. Uh -huh. She just called me down at work the other day. All right. We yep. had a chat. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I got to visit with her, and then uh, her birthday dinner was the following Tuesday, so I got to go back out, and um, she knows some really smart, high-powered people. And oh, then, I have no doubt. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then here's me, the little hillbilly at the end of the table, but I really enjoyed it. Everybody was really nice, and it was really interesting listening to those conversations. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, other than that, I've just been working and working and tending dad and working. So you had, you had your book sale. We did. We had the 11th annual book sale, yeah. and this year we did it in Stewart yeah. in our Creative Arts Center across from the Farmer's Market right. in Stewart. So that was different to have it be right there in downtown. Sure. Um, so, I, you know, I think it went well for the first year. Well, good, because yeah. I, I got a lot of great stuff. Yes, you did. I did. I even got another Scrabble game. Uh huh. Uh, we've been, uh, my friend that does the alpaca, we stole this idea. We use Scrabble tiles for descriptions of some of our stuff. It looks nice. And it, it's just really fun. So I, every time I see a Scrabble game, I grab it, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so we can put, I have vintage and sparkly and gloves and things around. All right, what else? Very neat. Oh, golly, golly, golly. I don't know. Seems like we're busy all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a lot going on usually. Seems like I sheared a rabbit this week. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it was really good. He was a little overdue, so it was fun. Ah, because we it's been hot. So. Yeah, I'm sure he was happy. I'll, right. I'll share another one at the end of the month. Mm. And then I really need to get my doll pots out and start um, making some more yarn. Oh. Well, that's cool. Rabbit thing. Rabbit yarn. My rabbit yarn. <laughs> so we had wild women today up yeah. here in Meadows of Dan at our friend Kathleen's house. 
Yeah. So that was wonderful. There were 17 of us, and Ooh. everybody brought good salads and desserts and everything. So yeah, Now, Wild Women have been meeting how many about, years? Oh, about 25 years, at I least. think. I've been going, at least, yes, yeah. I've been going 17 years. Yeah, when I moved back here in 1990, I'm pretty sure it wasn't long after I moved back that Routine took me to a Wild Woman. Oh, okay, luncheon. so 27, 28. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it may, it may have been a few years after, mm -hmm. because it was the first time, I guess I hadn't been here very long, because it was the first time I met certain women that had moved here mm -hmm. while I was living away. And I really enjoyed that. So. Well, it's just nice that people can get together on you know once a month, yeah. but form a really strong bond. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I went to a funeral yesterday. Oh. My uh, friend Shelby Mankins Dalton. Yeah, and she was uh, very tight with her red hat group. Oh, yeah. And to see them walk in, and they each had a red rose oh. that they put up on the chair with her red hat was oh. out. Um, you know, I mean, that that's bittersweet. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, I don't know, Bree. I guess there's a red hat group in Stuart. Oh, it's several. Really? Yeah. 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 And they certainly were a strong one because I even went and did a, write, a memoir writing with oh, them one time cool. a few years ago. And there's several Red Hat groups that come to the Reynolds Homestead and do a luncheon in a movie. Oh, how nice. Uh-huh. So yeah. we fix them lunch and, okay. and sometimes they bring their own movie. Sometimes it's one of ours, right. you know, that we're... Well, that's good. Cause, uh -huh. you know, we have a lot of groups of Menace of Dan. People sometimes tell me they envy us all oh, the nice yes. groups that we have with the book clubs and the and the different uh, groups that ha that meet. Our <laughs> stitching group. Uh -huh. I think we're we're just a little bit too. Um, I don't know if wild's the word that. Red hats, you know, somebody going to tell us what to wear? We don't think so. <laughs> or something. I don't know whether well, that's... Because uh, yeah, I don't I, think I doubt, there's, yeah. that would work up here. Yeah, I doubt, I, doubt we'll be, I doubt we'll ever have a red hat group. But, you know. Yeah, never. But we have other groups. Absolutely. And, and they're very, uh, the women's group and all that are very active in the community. Mm-hmm. So... All right, so we got that about covered, mm -hmm. and we should do... A Little Sweet. And I hope I didn't lose all my little tabs. I had a lovely lady come into the shop the um, other day, and she was talking about this pattern that she was working on. It's a knitted pattern. It's called Butterfly, or Papillon, by Marin Melkor. I'm not saying that right, I'm sure. And it's an absolutely gorgeous thing. It's made um, with two, co two colors of yarn, a solid color and a variegated yarn, and it's with short rows. Uh, I told her to send me a picture. I don't know if she will or not, of hers when it got done. But every one of them that's on Ra Ravelry is absolutely gorgeous. 
and every single person. They had, look like butterflies. They look like butterflies. They look exactly like butterflies. Mm. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Now here's three different ones. Um, you know, and using three different or different yarns, and they're just totally unique. Uh, the sample one is made with Earth Unique fingering weight and Earth Harvest fingering. Um, it's, it uses a size four needle, about twelve hundred yards, and it's in. Um, the pattern is fourteen dollars. It looks like it's worth it to me. And it's an English, Finnish, and Icelandic, so if you need an extra different language. And it looks like the original is in uh, Finnish. Oh. So anyway, that blew me away. I probably won't make it. <laughs> oh, I bet you could, though. No, I don't know. I really thought that was pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm still making socks. That's amazing, because you don't like that. Well, I guess I do now. So I'm on my <laughs> second sock. This one's called Hopscotch. It's in uh, Think Outside the Socks. I'm hoping it's not huge. Uh, it looks really big, but we'll see what happens. I'm on the toe. And the other thing I found was on Etsy. It's a mix and match mini tools for knitting, spinning, and crochet. And for, it looks like it's $9 per square, you can build a little book of tools. Uh, there's a um, little section of techniques, and then there's a wraps per inch section. There's a, um, a thing, uh, one that you can measure your, um, it's a wraps per inch and it tells you how much or what uh, weight your yarn is if you get the uh, wraps. There's uh, gauge ones, there's knitting and crochet hook ones. I think they've covered pretty much everything you might want to know. So, uh, so you can make a little book of the ones that you think are the best. Um, the maker is Cat Trinkles, um, but I'll put a link to it. She has 14 tool options. Wow. Well, does that sound like something that you would want? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I would, I would like that. That would make a very nice present for somebody. It's like, um, she also has a little thing she calls a yarn palette. I don't know if it's like, if you're doing a lot of different colors. That would be cool. Now that I think of it, if you're doing um, something with a lot of different colors and it's numbered, you put a strand of each yarn in the number and then you have it all right there so you can see. I don't do much color work, but if I did, that would be really cool. If indeed that's what that is, but I assume that's what it is. All right, anything else? That's probably about all I've got for knitting content. Well, I think we should mention that we do have a spectator yeah. because um, Amy may speak up and we do want to take a picture of the shawl that yeah, she's Yeah, what is the name on. of the shawl? Remind me if you know. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> but it's just, we have found, I think, don't you think, Leslie, 
I love having somebody who's here. Yeah, so that just that we okay. can imagine we're talking to. Yeah, it's called Ball of Ladders, and she got it at jessieathome.com. It's an easy skill level designed by Jesse Rayot. Uh, and it's uh, made for the color-changing yarn. She's using Walls uh, Creations uh, cotton yarn, which she got at Poppy's. Oh, nice. <laughs> it is beautiful. And since it's crochet, uh, I, can, I can generally make a pretty good-sized shawl out of um, that one skein of that yarn, but crochet uses a lot more yarn than knitting. So she's using two skeins. And it's really uh, working up to be beautiful. It's sort of, it's got a yellow and brown and um, kind of fade to white. Uh, fade to an off-white. It's not really yellow. Well, I yeah, call that a gold, gold, I guess, a gold color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, brown, gold, and fade to a, a nice off-white. Mm. So. Wouldn't that look pretty on an off-white dress? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could. Re it's really going to turn out dressy. So yeah, yeah, we may get Amy to talk about it uh, in our next section, which would be a little tart. And you came up with the idea for us to talk about favorite songs. Yes, and the more I thought about it. It became, or at least for me, um, songs that have held meaning yeah. for me. Uh, because favorite songs, I mean, I would have listed a hundred, you know, best hundred favorite songs. Well, so, and, and that changes. It does to change. Me, for but me. meaningful songs are songs that have just popped into my life and have been there at the right time mm -hmm. um, and will just always be precious. It's, it's like they buried into my soul right. and they became part of me. Yeah. So. Okay. So tell us one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, one that, that and I, I won't even do these in order. I'll do them as they come. And, and my taste is extremely eclectic right. and all over the place. But one that I heard years and years ago, um, well, 20 years ago, around the time I was taking care of my father, um, Maria or Moya Brennan, part of Clannad, the, the Celtic, the Irish group, mm -hmm. did a song called Perfect Time. Okay. And a few years ago when I had to have eye surgery for the detached retina, in fact, even the, this was the second eye, um, and I was stuck on my porch for a month, you mm -hmm. know, I just wasn't leaving because by golly, I wanted it to heal yeah. and I played this song every single day just to give me strength yeah. and it's talking about God's perfect timing and I don't know it's just a song that speaks to me and right. comforts me 
Uh, and a lot of people listened. I, I even asked that if some people would listen sort of with me yeah. to it. And, and a few people said that they did indeed. Um, I mean, who doesn't want a little Celtic music? Oh, as the sun is rising, you know. Well, um, one of my favorite, I tend to like bands or groups, and one of my favorite groups was the Rankin family. Mm -hmm. Did you ever run across mm -hmm. them? Mm -hmm. I memorized every song, uh, even in uh, the Celtic language. Uh, because I just love their uh, music so much. I think they only did like two albums. I've heard. I've yeah. heard that. Yeah, and mm. uh, I, I think they broke up a long, long time ago. Well, like with Moya, Maria, Brennan, and Clannad, they did some, you know, some very popular CDs back in the 90s, <laughs> late 80s. Yeah. Uh, 90s and then but she went on and hmm. sort of had her own career yeah. also but anyway so that is that is one of my songs one of yours okay yes. well mine goes so far back because i've been deaf for a long time and i just don't pay much attention to music and one of my very favorite songs and I guess it's meaningful to me because when I was a child, it was just magic. It was called Autumn to May by Peter, Paul, and Mary. Ah. Do you know that one? I don't think so. Hardly anybody has ever heard of it. But I'm going to listen now. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I'll put links to I think it may be online. I'm not sure. But um, it was the flip side of Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. Oh, okay. And I don't think it was on every one of the oh um, we'll find it 45. We'll, we'll find a link sure. yeah but i do have the um the words to it it's a it's about this little boy who has a dog and then he talks about his dog and then he talks about his pet frog and then he talks about um a, a flock of sheep and then he talks about a um swan and it's just a delightful little song Mm. And, but to me it was just magical because it was like it started out with the dog and then it just kept getting bigger and I could just see the whole world uh -huh. in the song oh how nice you know for just a, a, and I was pretty small when we were started we had you know a little t turntable that belonged to my mom when she was a teenager <laughs> I guess or, or not long after uh, she got her own money she, she bought her, her parents a TV, uh, their first television when she went to work, and then she bought this little turntable for herself. So, and then we had these albums, these uh, little forty fives or yeah, albums. we had forty fives. I don't know where they came from. We had a few albums. I mean, I like I'm South Pacific. All right. Oh yeah, we had <laughs> you know? we had those too. Yeah, you know all of those um, mm. uh, in Oklahoma and yeah. all of that, and we'd just play them over and over and over and over again. And this one song just really captured my attention. Well, Peter, Paul, and Mary did have magical songs. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, and everybody knows Puff the Magic Dragon. Right. right. But uh, no, not many people knew uh, Autumn to May. Did you know Autumn to May, Amy? I no? have not heard mm -hmm. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I would sing it, but I won't uh -huh. click that on you. <laughs> well, and that is one thing we'll tell the audience. We really can't actually share. We can share the links. Yeah, we can share the links, but we really po probably 
copyright issues would pop up. Right. If we, uh, yeah. Yes, but and, you can sing. You're well, a good and singer. actually, it says for non-commercial use only, and I don't think we're commercial. Hmm. On on it's an old song, so it was written by Noel, Paul, Stuckey, and Peter Yarrow. Peter and Paul. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and it it does say copyright Warner Chapel Music Incorporated for non-commercial use only. Of course, that may be lyric fans. Right. Um, thing. Right. So. No, we'll we'll let people go and listen. Yeah, I'll, I'll find <laughs> the, I hope own. I'll find the link to it. Right. I'm not sure because there's no link to my other song. Okay. It doesn't exist anywhere. So, oh but my. We'll, hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to. Okay. It. All right. What's your Oh, goodness, I'm not even sure which way to jump. <laughs> Where shall I jump to next? All right, let me jump to one of my favorite artists, always, 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 and that's Bonnie Raitt. Of course. And I, I saw Bonnie live in 1977, and I saw her live four or five times after that, yeah. through, through the years. She's just speaks to my soul. Right. And so it was tough to pick a song. I mean, Bonnie's my go-to, you know, I get mad at a man or something, you know, <laughs> I start playing Bonnie. Um, yeah. But I decided, you know, I, that Angel from Montgomery, her mm -hmm. version of it just stops me in my tracks. Yeah. And one line in it is a line that, I have used in my life in that song as a gauge anytime I've been in a relationship or even a friendship mm -hmm. and the line is how the hell can a person go to work in the morning come home in the even evening and have nothing to say Wow and that line to me I just can't imagine being with someone who would come home in the evening and we didn't have anything to say. I've been there. You have been there. See, that would drive... Well, I, I didn't I stay. You didn't stay. Of course not. No. But even in friendship, I just, no. I, I just can't imagine well, being... Yeah, with the wonderful conversations that we have on this mountain with mm -hmm. so many people, that, that that is hard to imagine a friendship like that. Mm -hmm. And and a relationship. Yeah. I just, I don't know, maybe I'm the talker, but I've always been with men who respond well yeah, and, pretty much. and yeah. talk. Oh, yeah. 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 But that's a gauge. And, and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it sort of reminds me of the couples who are eating lunch or supper in, you know, Bob Evans or something, and they sit there for 40 minutes and don't say a word to each other. Yeah. And I think, oh my goodness, I just can't even imagine that. Or they're on their phones. Yeah, well, nowadays. We, nowadays they might be on their phones. That's yeah. true. But well, I'm talking about back in the days when there was no distraction. They well, just didn't have anything so, to say. Yeah, even so, if they're on their phones, they're using that as an excuse. Right. At right. the very least. You know, right. Particularly a, 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 a couple. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I usually can't shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's usually plenty to say. You know? mm-hmm. And if you can't, if there's not, then then you manufacture it. You know, you yeah. well, say you, okay. You shouldn't have to. I mean, no, no. It's like my last relationship. I, you know, we both had our faults, and but we never. T- uh, fault but we always had something to talk about of course there was always something of course you know so um yeah so yeah it, it, but but yeah my first marriage was pretty much like that i remember sitting down here at the um restaurant before it closed and i was reading a book while we were <laughs> i would just take a book along <laughs> because i had nothing to say to him wow that yeah i was, was really obnoxious but well, no. Yeah, he didn't really have anything to say to me either, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Yep. That proves my point. Yep, you got it. Just exactly. Yes. All right, well, my next one is probably is somebody that, Al Stewart. Mm-hmm, Year of the Cat. No. Well, I think he did Year of the Cat. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh, but my favorite, and I found this album when I was a teenager, um, was Time Passages. I loved every um, song on it. And they're really kind of, um, I don't know, he talks about the palace at Versailles and um, Thomas More and they're, they're, they're educated. <laughs> and, uh, but just a little bit of this, the one the the title song it's it was late in December the sky turned to snow all around the day was going down slow and then he's drifting into time passages years go failing in the faded light Ooh, that's beautiful uh, yeah and time passages buy me a ticket on the last train home tonight mm. and that whole album when I was a teenager just talk to me. There's uh, one song about a girl that's a waitress and she's struggling. Uh, there's, a, there's another song that's um, really kind of creepy. It's about this guy that's, or it doesn't really even say what it's about. It's like it takes place on a submarine that's empty. Oh. Yeah. It, it was really interesting. And one called Song on the Radio. I think probably people have heard of that one. Well, that's actually become a popular song. Song yeah. on the radio. Isn't that the one that Deep Canyon that Rangers be, now have yeah. made popular? I didn't I'm, realize. I'm not sure if it's the same one or not. I wonder. Because it's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. Is it the one Deep Canyon? Well, it was Steep, good. I'm sorry, Steep Canyon yeah. Rangers. Steve um, Martin's. I remember the first time I saw you alone in the dark with a drink, with a candle flame burning before you, and your thoughts closing in. Now, see, that's I don't know. I never know the lyrics. Um, I know the music. Okay. Yeah, you listen to the lyrics. I mean, I listen sometimes, but most of the time it's the music that has grabbed me. Yeah, and sometimes it is for me too. But, but anyway, Al Stewart. And, uh, yeah, I think he did Year of the Cat, but that's not the one that grabbed me. Mm-hmm. The, this album, Time Passage, there's only nine songs on it. One of the songs is about six minutes long. <laughs> but uh, I Very really... Very good. Uh, and the cover is wild. It's, it, 
like a cabin or a canyon scene and there's a um, motorhome and then there's a, a chasm, like a time warp in the middle of it. Hmm. Well, very interesting. Yeah, but all of this is like from my teenage and my childhood. I don't really have anything. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that at all. I was talking to Kathleen while we were swimming this afternoon in the pond. And I said, oh, I really should mention Pray When I'm 64. Because that's a song that my first husband, we'd always sing. Because, you know, he was a musician. And he would always sing that. And we'd joke about when we were 64. So I guess we'll probably both turn that if we stay alive a couple more years. But uh, I'll I'll send him an email. Well, now you're 64. Now we're 64. (laughs) I don't... probably won't (laughs) but but, you know talking about um, me not listening to the lyrics Mm -hmm. this is a song that I I really don't care about the lyrics except for the chorus but it is my feel good song it's it's when I even if I'm feeling bad and I'll put it on and dance around and that's Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves and I've always said that at the end of my memorial service funeral, whatever I want that playing because I want everyone walking out of that place walking on sunshine So, but the lyrics are, you know, about Falling in love, and I know you love Yeah, I never really and, paid attention to right, the lyrics, but I do right, like the bouncy. But the song yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. It, it is just just good for that particular reason. Yeah. All right, and I'll tell you another song. And this has only come into my life in uh, less than a year ago. Uh-huh. Okay, and and it did involve a fella, mm-hmm. the fella. Yeah. And who knows that I am, you know, like sort of in love with Eric Clapton. Right. You know, I, always, I always have been. He's, he is probably my favorite, favorite guitarist of right. all time. And, and I was at the fella's house, and all of a sudden, I hear this song coming from the living room, just, you know, amazing song and it got me up on my feet and walking into the living room with this incredulous look like I'm following the Pied Piper and I said what is this siren song and it is it's a siren song to me whenever I hear it it's like I have to follow it to the source and so he and I danced to it and um, I was leaving for a trip going home to West Virginia and he gave me a CD to play Mm. um, which this particular guy his his he had family in West Virginia and as I passed through that county I kept playing the song you know, mm-hmm. which took me about 20 minutes or so to drive through right. through the county. And so I just kept hitting repeat and listening because it gives me power. Ah. It does. I, I can play that song and, and do anything. Okay. Or that's how I feel. And the name of the song uh-huh. is Danger 
And it's Eric Clapton playing with J.J. Kale, who is an Oklahoma musician. And mm -hmm. he and Eric did some amazing, amazing wow. music. But the song is Danger. Okay, we'll and find I, the link to that. Yes, yes. For sure. All right. Okay, well, I've been, a few things have crossed my mind since then. Um, a long time ago in our podcast history, we did a um, Sammy Sheeler song. Yes. And it was an old Peter, Paul, and Mary song that he reworked, and it was called Walls. Oh, so beautiful. And it's so beautiful, and it does talk to me uh, as an introvert. You know, it, it, it's kind of a, um, a cautionary tale because I, I would be really good at putting up walls. And that this uh, song talks about if there's any hope for love at all, the walls have to come down. That's right. Yeah. So, and since you and you introduced that song to me yeah. when we did that podcast, yeah. and I ended up at our Tuesday evening spiritual group printing off copies of the lyrics and using that to teach. Uh huh. Uh huh. When I was leading group one one Tuesday evening. Yeah. Because it is that powerful yeah. of a song. And how did the discussion go? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We all talked about different walls yeah. that we put up, you know, some that we just do ourselves, some out of necessity right. for survival or for um, protection. Uh, and when when those walls have come tumbling down, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, you can take yeah, easily filled an hour. Oh yeah, I'm about sure. That. Well, I was. Um, I, I think that may have been our subject. I can't remember if our subject was was walls, walls because yeah. we even had all kinds of quotes about walls. Yeah. remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a good one. That was about episode fifteen, folks. If yeah, you want yeah, yeah, something well, like yeah, that, look, look for the one that says walls. Uh huh. Because, um, mm -hmm. I think that did turn out to be a good one. Now we did play the song. We might get in trouble, but yeah, um, we did. So far, nobody has. Said right. anything, so right. Well, it was old enough, and it's your brother, so hopefully. Yeah. Well, they... he didn't write it. He no, no, he doesn't that's... own the. Um, uh, I think that was probably the another, lyrics. Uh, another uh, Paul, Peter and Paul actually wrote it. I, can't, I think so. I don't know for sure. I mean, Mary may have written it. Mm. I can't remember mm. now. Uh, but um, so he didn't didn't own the rights to it. But right. but we maybe are. If anybody ever tells us, if you ever go there and uh, it's not there, it's because somebody told us we couldn't do that anymore. Right, right. So, so anyway, All what right. else you got? Well, I actually have two hymns. Okay. All right, and one of them um, is my favorite hymn, and it's funny because it's actually an Irish. Uh -huh. Him and that is "Be Thou My Vision." Yeah. And my favorite line in it, maybe because I'm so poor, is "Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise." Nah. And those speak to me. Um, yeah. And and sometimes I'll just sing that song and just yeah. really belt out that you know, man's empty yeah. praise or. Um, and it's funny because one time I was terribly lost in Florida, driving around Orlando, and this is back before GPS. Oh, yeah. And 
you know, it was horrible traffic, five o'clock, hot, miserable, and I just was lost. And I pulled off, you know, Interstate 4 and, or whatever it is and pulled down into some neighborhood and right into a churchyard. And it was a stone courtyard. I still remember this and rolled down my window and all of a sudden the bells started playing on this church mm -hmm. and they started playing be thou my oh vision my. my favorite song so i'm like thank you angels thank you god <laughs> and cried a bit and got back on my way and found my way yeah. so yeah that song's precious and the other hymn is hymn of promise by natalie sleeth mm -hmm. and it's also called in the bulb there is a flower and we do have it in our Presbyterian hymn book. She was a Methodist, and it is yeah. in the United Methodist. In fact, it's sung all over the world. Yeah. And my parents were friends with Natalie Sleeth and mm. her husband, Ron Sleeth. He was president of the college in our town. Um, so so they, were, they, they were good friends. Unfortunately, both Natalie and Ron died early cancer uh, yeah and she had a lot of hymns so mm. you can google her and find right. out all kinds of things but that hymn is just incredibly beautiful it's, mm -hmm. it, it talks about the spring and the winter and death and resurrection so it was sung at both of my parents funerals um, in fact, at a lot of people's. Yeah. And she, she actually had been inspired by T.S. Eliot. Ah. And, and the line that she took from Eliot that is in the hymn is, In our end is our beginning. Yeah. So, I love cool. that. All yes. right. Yes. So those are my two hymns. Okay. Well, my mother's favorite song ever is Morning Has Broken. Oh, yes. And, of course, the first time I heard it was Cat Stevens. Oh, yes. And then we, we sing that at the... Um, yes, we do. At, at our home. church. Yes. And once in a while. Mm -hmm. And Lord of the Dance. Oh, yeah, Lord, Lord of the Dance. Lord of the Dance is the reason I joined the church. Ah, <laughs> oh, I know. It's a good one. Oh, it is. It's, yes. it's, it's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And we maybe have talked about that song on I our probably podcast. Have. I think we have. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That is a good one. I didn't even put that down yet. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, that one, that really did make me feel like, yes, that's where I belong. Mm-hmm. And was that when you were a teenager? No. I was Just two years recently. Ago. I, I hadn't heard it before. Oh, see, I learned that at church camp when I was... Um, well, I didn't do church camp when I was... Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was an introvert. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. and um, no, the first time I ever heard it was down there at that church, and it absolutely blew me away. Mm -hmm. Of course, and, it's based on an old shaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah and mm -hmm. it's um, and the idea behind it is so old. Uh huh. So old. Oh yes. And so, do you know that? Oh my gosh, we'll play that after day, yeah, afterwards. Dance, dance, wherever you may be. I am the Lord of the Dancetti. Okay. Yeah, you know that one. Well, yeah. you've heard the Shaker hymn. Um, right. Probably. 
the old Shaker hymn. Okay. Um, and also, it ended up being in Eric Copeland's Appalachian Spring. Right. The um, yeah. The, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, which is just beautiful. Yeah, but that was the reason I decided that that's where I that church is where I belong. Mm-hmm. I said if they can do that song, absolutely, I belong here. <laughs> Danced in the morning when the world was begun. Oh yeah, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, but there's so much to that. So I uh, do have a few meaningful. Absolutely, of course you do. <laughs> Okay, well, how are, how are we doing? I've got a few I could just mention quickly. Yeah, let's do a few more. A couple, okay, these were just ones that um, have been favorites my whole life. One is a John Denver song, and oh, yeah. as much as I'm a West Virginian, and tomorrow's West Virginia's it's birthday, not take me home. it's not Country Roads, but the, it's Follow Me. Yeah, Follow I me love that. up and down. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. That, that song just yeah. it's great. And in the same vein, a Beatles song is is one of my favorite. Here, there, everywhere. I Here, should know that. There, everywhere. I wish I could sing. I don't know that one. <laughs> oh yeah, you you would like it. So yeah, we'll... I probably do. It's just not coming to me because mm-hmm. I knew all, my aunt was a fanatical Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. So I knew the Beatles before I knew anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, at all. And she, uh, Herman's Hermit, she taught Sammy to sing I'm in here the eighth I am. Oh, right. Two. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. That was a fun one. We oh, sang yeah. that a lot. Oh, boy, he could belt it out. I'm uh, sure it embarrassed uh-huh. the heck out of him now. But. <laughs> oh, it was fun to sing. We uh, yeah. we certainly danced. And oh, you, yeah. There were certain yeah. dance to so, do. Yeah, I, I should know all the Beatles. Yeah. Well, here, there, everywhere. Yeah, lovely. Yes. And let's see, one more from, and this was from college days, and I could belt this one out myself. And that's Jefferson Airplane's Don't You Want Somebody to Love. Uh, yeah. Yes. That I remember. Yes. All right, and the only other thing I was going to mention, because I wanted to throw in some classical, uh-huh. is Anything by Franz Joseph Haydn. Yeah. I love Haydn, okay. and that is my favorite of all no. the, there you the go. classical. I am sorely ignorant of classical music. I hate to say that. You know, it's just something I never was exposed to so much. So, I do have one more. Oh, good. Uh, I can't find it anywhere online except for one place I finally found the lyrics. But this was back from my teenage days, and um, this will surprise you because I'm not the spiritual one. Uh, Reba Rambo, the Rambo family. Uh, Amy's nodding her head. She remembers the Rambos. And Reba did a, um, she was fairly young at the time. She's not all that much older than me now. Is she local? No, I don't think they were local. I, uh, they were kind of a national group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, she did a solo project called Resurrection. And it is gospel songs. Mm-hmm. And this one song, nobody else has ever said they've heard it. It was called Questions. Huh. Did you know that one? Uh-uh. And I just love it. And it starts out, brown eyes staring painfully wondering, remembering. Another time, another face, another song, another place. 
Are you smiling or are you crying? Are you from the future or the past? Are you from this world or from the next? Will you live again or have you lived always? Who made you or did you make yourself? Mm, talking about Jesus? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, then she goes on. She wrote the book. Oh, she wrote the um, song. Uh, and she married a man named McGuire later. And I think they did some projects together. But at the time when I was, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a born cynic. Mm -hmm. Anyway. And and this just talked to me because as a teenager I had a lot of questions. Sure. You know, and this and this was probably one of the first times that an adult kind of put out that everything's not cut and dried. Yes. You know, that's it's talking on probably let's see, this came out in seventy two. So I was what, thirteen, twelve or thirteen. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, so really, I was pretty naive anyway. And um, but that's a very questioning time. It was yeah, for me. Yeah, really. And so, um, so I can't find it. I can't find it recorded anywhere online. I've hunted for years. Oh. Because I kind of remember the. But two. you found the lyrics. I did find the lyrics, and um, I can put a. It's a PDF file, but I think it's online, or I think I can put a link to it online. It's, um, but I can't find it anywhere. It's sort of like Wallace. We couldn't find that either, mm -hmm. that Sammy had done, but right. we found other things. It's probably a copyright issue mm -hmm. that it's not out there, because some of her other stuff from that same album, and there were some delightful songs on this album. Um, she um, compares the um, resurrection to butterflies mm -hmm. flying away, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. It's a, a, like a little million, like a million little cocoons bursting forth into butterflies. And then she did um, Gospel Ship and Love is Still Alive and things like that. So, well, neat. that was my little thing. Yeah. All right, are we... Well, I up? think we covered quite the territory yeah, from really. from uh, Eric Clapton's danger to him of promise. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we need to do... A Little Unexpected, and we wanted to talk about lavender. That's right, because we've, we've been talking about recipes, yeah. which is sort of ironic since neither of us cook, but <laughs> we appreciate good food, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Yes. And on Monday night at our book club, uh, Marsha Beardsley, who was hosting us, um, and the book was The Little Paris Bookshop. So she had made some Parisian or French uh, recipes. Yeah. And she did two with lavender, with real lavender from... From High Country Lavender up here in Medicine Dance. Yes, a lovely uh -huh. shop. Yep. And uh, she did uh, a, a syrup on the ice on the French vanilla ice cream. Yes, a lavender syrup. And then she did these delightful cookies that have a name, but it's, it escapes oh, me at the moment. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Oulette, something so, like something that. Something like that. Yeah, and um, but they had lavender. 
Mm -hmm. in the icing. And they were exquisite. Oh, weren't they good? Oh, yes. And she had made those cookies with cornstarch and huh. butter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why they Lots were so good. Yeah. So, uh, but that was a delightful evening. We um, sat and watched the lightning pop across the road. Yeah. <laughs> and one of our many thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. But it was really interesting. The book was by Nina George. Mm -hmm. uh, there, she's written a couple of other books. Um, the one is called The Little Paris Bistro, mm -hmm. which reminds me of a movie that uh, I told Amy about on our way home. But I'll remind you again. Um, that, that nobody hardly has ever heard of. It's a British production. It's called Shirley Valentine. I've heard of it. Yeah, and it was the book, uh, the little Paris piece reminded me the um, the uh, interfold or whatever that I read when she passed it around reminded me of this movie. It's about a woman that just kind of gets tired and walks out of uh, her complicated life and this disappears to Italy in Shirley's case. Mm, yeah, I guess we've so, sort of probably all been there. Yeah. At yeah. least for five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, I could relate. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, the, that was a nice evening. Our, our book club is just really special. We're going to be doing. Um, what was yeah, Hannah? Oh, uh, yeah, Kristen uh, the Great Hannah. Alone. Yeah, the Great Alone by Kristen Hannah next time. Mm -hmm. And so that should be a really good book. Yeah, I'll have to get that on audio or see if we it's on Overdrive. Uh, it is, and I, I've reserved. Uh, oh, I've reserved it, and it's something like number. I'm number fifty. Oh, really? Yeah. So I may have to buy it on Audible. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll have a June. I think I, I'll have a June coming up okay, soon. Yeah. Remind me that yeah. that's what I want yeah. to spend my Audible yeah. on. Yeah, well, and I, <laughs> there was also an ebook on on Overdrive, so I would think I was only number 34 on that. So, <laughs> mm. so apparently they're still popular. Oh, but, goodness. But we'll get a hold of them at some point. Okay. Yeah, so, but, uh, it, yeah, it's still... No, it's a pretty heavy subject. Mm -hmm. It should be interesting. Yeah. Alaska, uh, father with PTSD, really bad from yeah. Vietnam. Yeah, I, th I think it may be it's told from the um, young people's point of view. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but it should be interesting. Yes. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that we've got? I think we've about covered it. Okay. I guess we ought to wrap it up. Then our show notes can be found at www.quincepodcast.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page under Quince Podcast. You can find us on iTunes under Quince Podcast or Leslie Sheeler or Beth Almond Ford. And we're also on Stitcher Radio if you have that app on your phone or tablet or device. All right. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.